on Louisville Live podcast stage, presented by the Brandon Peters Show. Kicking off a full day of podcasts today, we have one of the most established podcasts from PopCon. It is a fact. It is, it a, is fact. a fact. Um, one of my favorites, um, PopCon family to me, <laughs> that I love. So Aww. please enjoy this live rendition of The Established Facts. <laughs> Interesting emphasis on facts. The established facts. Well, good morning, everybody. I uh, hope you guys are enjoying uh, your PopCon experience. Um, now, are you guys local from the Louisville area? Awesome. Well, welcome to uh, PopCon. We're from Indianapolis. And you uh, have doubled our audience. You have du <laughs> That's right. You have doubled our audience. So... Um, what's been really cool is uh, uh, for us, you know, this is actually the 10th year of PopCon, uh, and we've had Indie PopCon um, in Indianapolis for, yeah, now it'll be 10 years in August. We'll be, um, and we've traveled to a couple of different places in the, in the Indiana area, but this is our first excursion outside of Indiana, and so it's been really, really cool. So thank you guys Traveling for coming podcast. and participating, and anybody else who is uh, kind of walking past, thank you so much for uh, sharing with us uh, what we love, uh, which is our uh, PopCon and our PopCon family. Uh, so we are the established facts. We are a, uh, for those of you who uh, haven't ever gotten a chance to hang out with us and, and listen or watch our podcast, we're a roundtable discussion-style podcast. We talk about gaming, geeking, all kinds of really fun stuff. I think we're going to talk a little bit about going to uh, uh, conventions conning. today. About conning. conning. How do you that's con right. How do you con? Uh, that's right. Uh, can we do it? Yes, we con. Um, so uh, before we do that, though, I'm going to go ahead and start on that end of the table there and do our introductions for um, our different podcast members. So from the far end of the table, my name is Lance. This is Josh. This is Dr. Deb. That's right. And I, of course, am your host, Big Don. And again, thank you so much for joining us uh, here at uh, PopCon Louisville for the Established Facts. Yes, Lance. I'd like to ask our audience, where are you guys from? You're from Louisville. Where is the best place to get fried chicken in Louisville? A place we A probably place don't want to go. I love the honesty. Are you going to say like I mean, KFC? Because completely honest. I like it. Really? Do we that look like, like we're like afraid of fried chicken? <laughs> Indy's chicken. Indy's chicken. We're from Indy. We're in from Louisville. We came all the way here to get Indy's chicken. All right. <laughs> That's absolutely hit, perfect. I'm going to hit Indy's chicken on the way back. All right. That needs to happen. You know, we uh, speaking of eating uh, locally, so um, two days ago, we had beer nose pizza. That was real good. Yep. But I have to say, we had Luchador Taco last night. That place... Man, they got something going on. Like, I almost want to go back there and ask them for franchise rights and find out how we can get one of them up in Indy because that place was awesome. Especially coming from us because if you stick around for our 12 o'clock, we are also doing our stable podcast. That's which right. Is the wrestling podcast. That's right. So, so um, to kind of give you guys a little bit of uh, an intro to our podcast, like I said earlier, we are a roundtable discussion-style podcast. We love to talk about gaming and things like that. Um, Dr. Deb and I were trying to figure out like some fun stuff that we could share with you. And one thing that uh, we really love about the gaming culture, especially uh, what seems to be growing in uh, the Louisville area, uh, but then also um, in the Indianapolis area, which is what we're most familiar with, is our game convention and pop culture convention 
um, growing and and really uh, being, uh, you know, ha yes, Lance? Okay. He's just giving me that look like, is Don ever going to get to the point? Yep, no, that's I'm, the look. I'm, I'm just following with you, but I also have to look straight into the sun. Oh, okay. <laughs> gotcha. Um, uh, so one thing that uh, we talk a lot about is being prepared to go to a convention, what steps to do um, so that when you are leaving or when you're at the convention and things like that, uh, like how to get, uh, you know, how to enjoy the convention at, you know, possibly the, the highest level. What we don't talk a lot about is when you're at the convention, what are some of the things that you actually do? What do you look for when you're looking to buy? What's some really good advice for walking around a vendor hall or looking for events or things like that? And so I wanted to kind of get into some of the nooks and crannies, if you will, of what we like to look for um, and maybe some advice that we can give for getting the most out of your convention, not necessarily preparing for the convention. So Comfortable shoes. Comfortable shoes. Yeah, there you go. That's, uh, that's step, like... Step number one? It's step like 20,000 if you've had a good con weekend. Uh, oh, no. okay. Yeah, there you go. what you did. There you go. Just make sure that you put your eggs in your incubators before you leave for your Pokemon Go, <laughs> and then that way you can hatch them by the end of the weekend. You know, that's that's my rule, so... I think that comfortable shoes is, is in the pre-step because that, yes. if you get here and yeah. you don't have comfortable shoes, so, it's not going to do much. So, yeah. Comfortable shoes. So yeah. Some, so, yeah, absolutely. So some of the advice that we give for like preparing for the convention is like make sure you have a water bottle, like a, especially one that's like a, a reusable water bottle because then you can just fill it up even if you have to go to like a restroom and fill it up in the sink or a water fountain and fill it up there if they don't have water coolers and stuff. So like obviously you've got your water, you've got comfy shoes. Um, we usually, I think we talk a lot about like having a backpack, but not necessarily like filling it up so that you can carry like the things that you purchase and stuff like that. So like different advice, um, uh, for like preparing for, um, the convention could be that, but then once you're there, uh, Joshi, once you're at PopCon Louisville, you're an attendee at PopCon Louisville. This is the first time you've been to PopCon Louisville. You're excited about this. You've gotten a chance to see some of the marketing. You've seen, you know, two goofy, uh, two goofy podcast members make videos about preparing for the convention and going to the wrong location. If you haven't seen that video, go to the PopCon Louisville Facebook page. Joshy and I do a really silly um, video about uh, PopCon being here instead of being in Indianapolis. Uh, but I was really looking forward to attending PopCon Lucas Oil. Right, PopCon Lucas Oil. That's it, 2024. Um, so. What are you doing when you first walk into the convention hall at PopCon Louisville for the first time? What are you doing? As, a, as an attendee, not necessarily as a podcaster. I feel After very you judged. you get your badge. <laughs> not, you're not judged yet. You haven't given us a response. She's that, here that'll my come, that'll, Well, she's just authoritative. Uh, fair enough. Uh, okay, so uh, when it comes to, uh, it, it definitely depends on the, the convention you're going to, but PopCon in particular is being popular culture, geek culture, whatever it is. So for me, when I'm going to one of those types of conventions, I want to have an idea of who's going to be there because usually there's a set of guests that come and attend. So uh, if it's a, I bought my badge Thursday and I'm showing up on Friday, uh, I want to get a good idea of how much it costs for autographs and find out who's going to be here and are there photo ops still available versus if I've known about it for months, maybe I've already pre-registered and pre-ordered for a few of those things. But ultimately, I tend to look first, who are the guests? Because having, for me, having been to other types of conventions like that, I know you're going to find a bunch of shops that have comic books and they've got toys and they've got um, 
random weapons that are both sharp and not sharp or for your five-year-old to look at and covet all of them all of them uh, that said I also want to take a moment and find something that I've never seen before because ultimately you're gonna find that and this year Wow has 3d printing blown up yeah and resin and resin art. Yeah, like, I've seen so much resin artwork and 3D printing it at uh, Popcorn Louisville. It's kind of kind of bonkers. Yeah. So you want to know why you're why you're there? Yeah. Like, why are you at the convention and what are you here to see? And for me, when I'm going to this style of convention at Popcorn, I'm here to find out who the guests are and then look for those eclectic pieces. Like, I actually purchased a. Um, dice tower that has a blue dragon wrapped around it. One, because... Uh, of course you did. Of course I did. Uh, and I got a good price on it, okay? You hadn't shared that with me yet, so I no, just found out event. about that now. <laughs> <laughs> on camera. Smile. Um, <laughs> but I wouldn't... I wasn't, expo wasn't planning to look for that. I just happened to walk up on a gaming accessory booth, and I saw that and was like, wow, I have a great portable dice tower that I use often. Uh, but this just looks really neat, and like as a game master, I would love to like. Here's my game master role, you know, if I'm actually using physical dice. But it's still, it's stuff like that. Like that's what I'm looking for. And in order to look for that, that means you gotta walk. You gotta walk the hall. You gotta walk the tables and do that. Uh, of course, do that next. Yes. Go ahead, Deb. To that point, I prefer say prefer because when you have two small children it does not quite work out this way all the time but I prefer to do kind of a once-over so you just kind of do a quick 10,000 feet view real quick you don't camp and out on anyone's but yes and step but you don't camp out at one particular spot quite yet because you never know the next row over might have something even better so do your quick overall and your cell phone's your best friend because you write down what the booth number is that you like and you can come back and do it later. We do this at Gen Con all the time. We make the Gen Con list, right? And okay, booth 207, booth 752, booth 1,827. Right. We get it all. And then as your day goes on, you can start to figure out, okay, do I want to purchase A, B, or C? Do I want to purchase A, B, and C? But if you camp out of just one early on, you could miss out. So do a, if you can, do a quick overall um, I, you know, I said quick overall, but that, when you have a place like Gen Con, and dear God, how do you do it? A con floor reconnaissance. That's it, yes. Re re don't, reconnaissance. Don't, 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 yes. There you go. Because, like I said, you could camp out in row one and not realize that row seven could have something that'll change your life forever, so. I, I do a similar thing, except I look at the map first. Oh, well, look at I you being responsible. I figure out where I'm going to not want to go. Like, if there's a certain <laughs> section of things that it's just not my bag, right. I can exclude that from my initial walk around. Look at you being efficient. And the final walk around, of course, you're going to do that because you never know. There might be that thing at that one booth that you thought, nah, there's not going to be anything that I want to see. And that's the one thing you're like, oh, so it's someone I know really likes that. Exactly. So I'm going to get that for them, and then you've completed your your initial walk around. Agreed. Plus you get plenty of steps in that way. So then you can feel responsible and look at your doctor and say, I went to a convention, but boy, I got 25,000 steps. So that should count for my physical activity. <laughs> it doesn't account for the extra calories you've consumed over the weekend. You know, we don't talk about that part. That's right. After you go to Indy's chicken. <laughs> After you go to, to Indy's chicken. That's it. <laughs> or you go to Lucha, whatever tacos. Lucha, 
Luchador Taco. Our podcast doesn't have sponsors, so we can just talk about whoever we want. That's right. Like Andy's Chicken. That's right. But, of course, if there is someone out there that would like to sponsor us, we will talk about you all the time. We'll talk to you, our marketing director, which would be Big Don. Looking at you, Luchador Taco. (laughs) Looking at you. Um, So so I think, uh, you know, so what I've gotten written down so far, when you're at the con, figure out what you're taking notes. Yeah. Oh my 100%. god! I know. I know. It's like <laughs> the world. Like I've been be trying same. to host the show for 12 years and finally figured it out. Um, so finding out what your why is uh, and uh, what's your motivation for being at the con. Also right? know where the bathrooms are. Look. At, yeah. Oh well, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's um, that's like like zero A step. No, that's no, like early on in the no, step process. No. There's 9,000 bathrooms in a convention center. You'll figure it out. I, mm. Or you won't, and then we'll all figure it out together. <laughs> right. Uh, look for something unique, right? Uh, do your uh, reconnaissance before buying. Uh, find something for a friend or like looking for something that stands out to you. Don't Don't exclude things just because it's not your thing. Right. Right, absolutely. Don't exclude things because it, just because it's not your thing. Uh, and then obviously find the restrooms uh, is very important. Uh, I think that uh, for myself, one thing uh, that I really like to do is finding those local vendors. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we have a lot of experience with going to conventions like uh, Gen Con and stuff like that, where you might get really big name corporate sponsors and things like that. Uh, and then Paizo. And then. Uh, Wizards of the Coast. Exactly. And you can find, obviously... Marvel. (laughs) You can find, obviously, those products in, like, your friendly local game store, or I'm going to hurt all of you. Uh, You can find those products at your friendly local game store, even at big box stores, uh, Walmart, Target, places places of that nature. But... um, when you walk into a convention similar to like a PopCon Louisville or a PopCon Indy and you seek out those who are local to your area, all of a sudden you start realizing, oh, wow, there are people that are here that have the things that I've been looking for online for the last six months. And now you have an opportunity to invest in those people as well. And I feel like that is one of the really cool things about having conventions like this is you get a chance to meet people that you would not have met outside of this experience. And then you can begin that relationship. How many times have we gone to a con and, you know, Carolina gaming tables? We didn't know anything about Carolina gaming tables. Josh buys their floor model right then and there at Gen Con. And then later on, because of some gaming and some Q&A and things like that, we sort of inspired them to create No, Mozilla. we did. We did inspire them. Well, I mean, I'm, call I'm, it like it I'm is. not going to take 100% of the credit. No, we will. But we are rather we large will. people sitting around not, a large not, table. That's fine. Yeah. But no, I'm they going to try and finish what I'm saying. Initially. And Maggie was their advertiser. Right. My so, beautiful girl was their advertisement. So I think when we have those opportunities to promote either local or like smaller businesses and things like that is a really good opportunity for us to see that culture continue to grow. You know, had it not been for the experience that we had with, again, Carolina gaming tables, you wouldn't have a tablezilla, at least in the way that we, that in the way that it is now. Right. 
Uh, and I think that we can have those really cool opportunities to to find and promote different things. So go ahead, Lance. I would like to ask our audience members, what are some things that you were looking forward to when you came here? <laughs> looking for podcasting. Podcasting. They're looking for podcasts. Oh, they are podcasters. Oh, they're looking for a podcast to listen to and learn from or to share their knowledge with as they're going to do there their you go. show. What a great answer. That was, think know just, your audience. Pew, 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 pew. Well, well, I, ap I apologize for the experience that you have gained thus far. No. Good. Thank you very much. I like Thank these you. people. We need to come to PopCon Louisville again. <laughs> uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think, I think we will at least be here again. If there is another one, we will be here. Yeah. We've not been told a date yet. so. Right, right. But I think that there might be some. Anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll, we won't get into speculation. We won't get into speculations. Um Spoilers. I hide it in my hair. So, <laughs> uh, okay, so now that we have kind of figured out what our first steps are, what are some of the things that we cater to when we're at the convention center that is a must? Like, I'm going to make sure when I go, I'm going to look for this thing, or I want to meet this person, or uh, I have to make sure that, that I am seeking out this, that, or the other like item to buy or something like that. What is what is a go-to for every convention that you are at that you can think of? Dr. Deb, do you have one? Well, I don't know if it's true a, a go-to specifically, but when my kids come, like they're here at this uh, convention, right. I try to figure out what is going to get their attention and get them excited because I want them excited the next time we come. Okay. And if they're bored out of their mind, they're going to remember that. So, so far, even this morning, we've gotten uh, a picture with Ratchet and Clank. Okay. And we've seen the two Mandalorians walking around, and they right. love the Mandalorian. So I wanted to make sure that we pointed them out, and they were really nice, and, you know, this is the way, right? And and so that way there's, in their mind, when we're thinking PopCon Louisville, they've got those kind of glimpses. I'm not going to buy my daughter the $250 Bo-Katan helmet that she spotted. They're not in heaven. That's unacceptable. But at least she's got great taste, right? This is the but, way. Anywho, this is the way. Um but if you've got kids, you want to give them some um, sharp, clear memories as well so that when you're talking about it in the future, hey, remember PopCon Louisville? And they give you a look and you go, oh, well, you saw the two Mandalorians walking around or whatever. Um, because if we're going to grow geekdom, we have to grow it organically with our children. And if we want them to be passionate about it, we need to see it through their eyes and see like, oh, they would love this experience or we might get a chance uh, for the kids to meet the armorer, um, which would be amazing because they love that character too. So remember, if you're going to grow your geekdom in your kids, think about things through their eyes and try to find at least a few great experiences that will pop for them. I, I think I would have definitely agree, and I'm going to continue to agree so that we can continue coming to these conventions. Uh -huh. <laughs> that, is, that is a safe answer. Um, but <laughs> that is a smart thing. Just agree with your wife, whatever she says. To. Happy wife, um, happy life. Amen. Amen. Happy spouse, happy house. There you go. But for me, so... Such a louse. <laughs> depending on the convention, uh, for PopCon, uh, I am always looking for um, an interesting booth that's like, I'm going to buy something at this booth, which happened to me yesterday. Like, I walked by these guys and saw what they had. I'm like, okay, I'm buying something. I don't know what it is yet, but I'm buying something. I think we're going to have to do the same thing for that 3D printed table because I didn't bring their I card with know. me. I already know. If it's still there, I don't even know what Samuel's yeah. getting. Oh, I know. Um, that 100%. The other thing I look for, and I've clearly proven that, is I enjoy 
seeing what is available. Like, from a food perspective, I like food. So finding something new, right? Surprising. So when we came here, I, I asked a couple of locals, like, what are a couple of places that you would recommend yeah. we eat? Because you can have Culver's almost anywhere, or you can have Taco Bell almost anywhere, but what can we find? That's where we landed on Bear Nose and Taco Luchador, and now apparently we have to look at Andy Chicken. Um, so, Andy Chicken. Andy Chicken. You're writing these down, right? Yes. <laughs> so we, I try and Andy find... Andy Chicken. If you don't write that down for something by the end of this. <laughs> during, during the convention, I know why I'm there. And as I do the once over, I find a place that goes, you know what, I'm buying something from them. I don't know what yet, but I'm buying something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a big fan of finding people who are dressed in cosplay or dressed uniquely and commenting on it or recognizing it. So earlier we saw the Sanderson sisters, we did see the Mandalorians. I saw a Henry Jones Jr. We just saw a Hagrid taking pictures. I, I like to acknowledge who they are or who they're cosplaying so that they feel welcome, yes. and then they're more likely to come back to a convention. That's how I grow the geekdom. Yeah. Because you can, oh, that person's dressed up as Spider-Man. That's, dirk, that's dorky, that's nerdy, uh, whatever. Mm. But that's not, that's not geekdom, right? We embrace, we accept, we invite. So to acknowledge that in someone, it, it just makes that part of their heart grow a little bit more, and then they're more likely to say, hey, to their friends, I felt good here. Come with me and feel good too. There's nothing like walking down a hallway or being in a random spot when you are doing a cosplay and having somebody call out or get excited about your costume. Um, when I did Tally at Gen Con from Mass Effect and I was standing in line at a food truck and somebody is like, Tally, and was really excited and his son was next to him and, and they were pointing out, like, look, look. Um, it just makes you, it, it makes your day. And so doing that for other people, um, that's what you want to do, right? You know, sp- spread the geekdom joy. So you're absolutely right, because it's not just the people at the table that should acknowledge you. It should be just walk down the hall, you know, you're getting, you're, you're sitting down at, at, to eat your indie chicken, I don't know. But, and you know, you see it and you're like, hey, that is an amazing costume. You did a great job working on that. Um, you know, what, what's your favorite part of playing that character in cosplay? Like, or what's your best moment cosplaying? You could ask him these questions and all of a sudden you're having a wonderful conversation, so. Yeah, and I remember when we all dressed up as time-traveling doctors and accessories. Oh, yes, yeah, the Doctor and Who. The one. number of people that just came by to take our picture. Yes. You don't know these people from Adam, and you're never going to see them again, but you made a moment for them. Yes. So yeah. the, the same goes for people who are dressed up. They are making moments for the other fans of that particular character or whatever is in the zeitgeist that they're dressed up as. Mm-hmm. So they get another connection, and then they can tell their friends. Right. So continuing and just they to, can tell their friends and their friends. And tell, oh, sorry. My bad Wayne's World reference. <sighs> you are such a nerd. All right, Don's writing a lot of words. Well, you know, that's what I do. Um, so I would have to say kind of uh, taking from what you guys have all said, one of the things that I truly enjoy and make sure that I do at every convention is have conversations with people who have either never been or that I've never gotten a chance to talk with, which is usually 90% of the people that we run into at a convention. And most of our listening audience, too. Right, absolutely. And so 
I think that especially when we're in a vendor position and we have people kind of coming by our booth, which we're at booth number 1013. If you guys want to come by, we're doing a raffle today at uh, 4 o'clock. Boom. Uh, so when we have people coming by our booth, talking to us, uh, getting to an experience, what they love about the convention as well, for me, does exactly what you guys are talking about when we're encouraging and celebrating cosplay and and uh, uh, and unique people who are who are just coming to enjoy their own fandom. Uh, it allows us to really sink our teeth into what makes the geek culture such a beautiful thing, right? We we talk all the time about how we don't have to have the same interests. We don't have to. Ha to celebrate the exact same things, but just the fact that we're all together celebrating those things is really, in my opinion, what is so great and beautiful about being a geek, being a nerd. You may not be a, a Dungeons & Dragons gamer, but you enjoy playing board games. We can talk about that. You may not play board games. You may play video games. We can talk about that. You may have never played a game in your life, but you like going and seeing sci-fi cosplay, or uh, you, you, know, you know that... Uh, Dante Bosco is going to be at um, PopCon Louisville. Rufio. Rufio. That's right. Uh, we can talk about those sorts of things. And even if there's something that we don't agree on, we can also talk about that. And it can be in a very enjoyable um, environment. And, and it doesn't have to be, uh, like, there doesn't have to be conflict out of it. We can celebrate those differences. Um, and I think that when we have those opportunities to talk to people in an organic way, it grows our own enjoyment of what we love about coming to a con and things like that. I feel I feel like there are times that I'm not complaining about this. It's you, you, all the advice you give about doing podcasts. Yeah. P pick your niche. Pick the thing you're good at. You know, make yourself unique. Whatever. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Apparently, the established facts are the pop con of gaming podcasts because we got a little bit of everything. That's true. <laughs> it's true, and we've talked about a lot of different things over the so last what you're twelve saying, years. Honestly, is if you want to continue the gaming thing just start a podcast <laughs> yeah there you go and then you, you get go. a booth and then you meet everybody that's it and you can talk to them about their cosplay or yes. their things and then you can shop yeah, you can but find an, impor you want. an important element about that is if you're going to do that and they that's offer it. a live podcast stage next time around use it yeah <laughs> just FYI for next time if you haven't done it already that's it. and marry a guy who can fix everything about the podcast stage so that you I, get to know all sorts of people, people. because <laughs> of the skill set your husband has right Hashtag Josh needs a staff badge. It's legit. <laughs> I, I will That's second that. Hashtag, hashtag kill Josh. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> You've made it hashtag up in the world. Josh. We're no longer killing you. We're now going to give you a different hashtag. <laughs> so I was trying to say something serious, Don, and I've completely lost my train of thought. Well, you're on the wrong podcast for that. <laughs> Absolutely right. You're on the wrong podcast for that. Uh, so when we're talking about conventions that we've gone to, when we're talking about events that we've gotten a chance to go to. Um, I know that uh, our captivated uh, live audience here uh, has probably got some really cool uh, holding convention. them captive? You gave, them, you gave it up. Yes. We're holding them captive. Yes, you're all our prisoners now, just so you're aware. You cannot leave. Um, uh, but I know that they've probably got some really cool um, convention stories or event stories that they've gotten a chance to experience. What are some of the things that we've gotten a chance to experience at a convention that really kind of stand out throughout, you know, the course of us going? And and this can, you know, this can go into antiquity depending on how long you've been going to conventions and stuff like that. So, uh, Lance, can you think of one? You want to start? I sure can. Go. Um, I I I never thought 
that I would do this long enough to get to meet some of your heroes. Uh -huh. And the young man in me got to meet some very important ladies yeah. in his life. So Carrie Fisher yeah. being one of them. Uh, and then a couple of years later, and I have to take you in back in time for this, I got to meet Leah Thompson. Yep. Oh. So I, I knew that this was going to be when your When I was six years old, I met Leah Thompson and got a picture of her with a couple of Pringles in my mouth to look like a duck. And she bent over to give me a kiss like she would have done for Howard the Duck. Flash forward for some years, <laughs> and we recreated that same picture. She didn't remember taking that picture, because why would you? <laughs> but we did recreate that picture, so I now have that in my house next to the picture of me when I'm very, very young, doing that exact same thing. That's awesome. So that's my moment. I that's love my, it. If I have, like, the ultimate, this is your con moment. Yeah. It's it's making little me happy. That's awesome. Oh, nice. That's awesome. I, I think for me, ours is actually uh, not recorded, but um, we have interviewed a few times uh, the author, Tracy Hickman. He's yeah. a friend of the show. Right. He, um, one of the co-writers and co-creators of Dragonlance and Ravenloft and quite a few other Dungeons and Dragons slash TSR settings. And we've interviewed him five, six, seven times over the course of our existence. But back in, I think it was 2018, 2017, 2018, the Wednesday before Gen Con, before we even started recording, he started to tell us about a new venture that though uh, suffered the fate of COVID, it was the void, the hyper-reality, virtual reality, AR, augmented reality combination simulator that he and his magician's son had created. But it wasn't out to the public yet. And he gave us an hour and a half conversation about it, off the record, yeah. to tell us how it worked, what was going on, yep. like the whole process behind it. And the tech guy, gamer guy, just general nerd guy in me was like, how did I end up in a room with this guy? hearing about this and then getting to experience that with my wife a few years later like actually doing we did the void star wars void at disney um i, I mean i've met a few different celebrities and so forth but to get a full behind the scenes on a cool technology in gaming like that was was incredible at gen con well it's funny because you you have the same person that i do but it's a completely different event. So Tracy Hickman um, has been amazing. Uh, just an amazing guy. Uh, his, he is so full of creative uh, chutzpah. I don't even know what to say because there's just a good Yiddish word. Um, his, anyway, so I love, I feel like we just sit at his feet when we do that and just listen to him start to talk. It's story time with Uncle Tracy. Story, story time, time with Uncle, Uncle Tracy. Tracy. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and you were falling over yourself with the void. Well, I fall over myself listening to him describe the creative worlds and inviting people in to experience role playing in different ways, whether it's the, whether it's a Dungeons and Dragons style, whether it's the XDM style, whether it's just sit around and just tell stories. His uh, passion to draw people into a story, both in his written genre with, with Dragonlance and whatnot, and then um, RPGs. Um, <laughs> We, we, he kills an entire crowd every year at Gen Con, and we still come back for more. 
like Hickman's Killer Breakfast. The joke is there is no breakfast at Hickman's Killer Breakfast and everyone dies at Hickman's Killer Breakfast. And if you came expecting breakfast, you just died. You just died because you shouldn't have expected breakfast. But we come back every year because of the hilarious stories that he tells just standing up there with a lightsaber in one hand and goofy people. So one of the things I love is, is asking people and learning I'm, I'm an eternal learner. I, I want to, there is no subject that I'm not curious about. If I meet someone in front of me who knows what they're talking about. And so listening to him talk is just like this ever ne never ending well of creative thought and why do we do what we do and why is nerd and geek culture matter? So, um, so for two completely different reasons, Tracy Hickman is our favorite memory at Gen Con. Nice. Okay. Uh, I would have to say, uh, and this is a, a PopCon indie uh, reference. One of my favorite moments uh, that I have had, uh, Josh and I uh, got a chance to meet um, a Hollywood actor named Greg Grunberg. Uh, if you are not familiar with Greg Grunberg, uh, you may be familiar with his work. He was um, Matthew, Off Officer Matthew, I can't remember his last name. Matt Parkman from, on. Matt Parkman from Heroes. Heroes. If you ever watched the Heroes, he was uh, the police officer. Um, uh, Matt Parkman, and then he was also Snap Wexley in Star Wars, uh, if you are uh, familiar with the sequel series. Um, but he is also best friends uh, with J.J. Uh, Abrams. Uh, they grew up together. They actually saw uh, the very first Star Wars movie together in the theater when it was released. And we got a chance to do like a 15-minute interview with him at PopCon Indy several years ago. And... Um, we talked a lot about the art and love of storytelling. And, um, you know, the four of us up here and, and several of our other personalities on our uh, podcast were big role-play gamers. We've played Dungeons & Dragons. We've played Pathfinder. We've played all sorts of, you know, World of Darkness, all sorts of uh, different genre of role-playing games. Uh, and I think that, to some extent, the reason why we have uh, played around and dabbled in so many genre of role play games is because at our heart we're all in love with storytelling and so being able to stand there and have a really awesome conversation uh, with someone who I had kind of followed a little bit of their career especially uh, being a huge fan of heroes um, being able to stand there and talk to him about uh, the art and love of storytelling being an actor and being a storyteller through that but then also the next level of uh, really cool uh, meta, I guess, if you will. Uh, we He had just released a graphic novel that he had authored called Dream Jumper, I think is what it was called. Dream Walker, Dream Jumper, something like that. And my eldest son at the time, I think he was eight or nine, um, was just starting to get into graphic novels. And Greg gave my son a copy of it because he was just sitting there looking at all these different comic books and stuff, and uh, he he was like, "Do you like do you like comics? Do you like graphic novels?" And and my son was like, "Yeah, I really do." And he handed him a copy of his book that he was there to help promote and stuff. And it was just a really neat experience to not only have a conversation about storytelling with a guy who's been doing it for years and years, but then to see him hand his story to my son who loves storytelling, was just like the next level of cool for me. And yeah, 
was that your son's best moment or your best moment? That was one of my one of my favorite favorite convention moments. I don't know if it would be one of his best moments or not. I don't know. I think he would probably remember it, but I don't know that he had the same emotional attachment that I did to it, uh, which is why I consider it to definitely be one of my favorite moments. And what, asking the group now, what is a moment that you enjoyed that your kids will always remember? Mm. Well, I think, uh, okay, uh, again, another PopCon, uh, another PopCon moment. Sensing a theme here. Yeah. Uh, I think it was three or four years ago at PopCon Indy. Both my my now 14-year-old and now 11-year-old, uh, when they were like, you know, whatever, 8 and 10, got a chance to meet the voice actor who played Luigi. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they were in Luigi costume. Oh. And they took a picture with him in their Luigi costume. And they're all, like, given, like, the the like the peace sign or like, you know, and it was, they still talk about going to PopCon. So that's probably one of the things that they really resonated with was like all of a sudden realizing that a character that they really love from video games and stuff. And of course that voice actor, like a lot of voice actors, has done a ton of different voices. And so there were a lot of characters that were like, oh wow, I didn't know that that guy did this. I didn't know that that guy did that. But it was really cool to kind of see that recognition that all of a sudden my kids are realizing that the people, the characters that they really love, uh, they have a connection in like the real world, and and how they get a chance to meet those uh, those people. And so, I, somebody else that I would love for them to be able to meet because they're also big Disney people uh, is Jim, Jim Cummins. And I know he wasn't able to make it this weekend, but I would love for them to be able to meet him as well. So, uh, but yeah, I think that that was Jim. Since you're listening, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. We, we, we can't wait to actually get a chance to meet you. Yes, so, so next year. I'm hearing next year. That's what I just heard. <laughs> next year That's right. in Louisville? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> next year in Louisville. Next year, Lucas Oil? Oh. Oh. I'm in. <laughs> Deb, what about you? Um... It's hard because Deb and my Josh, because you share kids. Yeah, well, and that's hard because our kids haven't gone. This is the first PopCon. It's the first PopCon. Been um, they've been to a few Gen Cons. They have. I actually think that this year is kind of when they're both starting to catch on to what's going on. Mm -hmm. Like the, at Gen Con, they've we go to the Haba game booth. Almost every time, or Peaceful Kingdoms, both of them, when we take them because they're age-appropriate games, they get to play every game that's sitting out there, and then we'll usually buy two or three and take them home with us. Or four or five, or four, depending whatever. on the day. Um, but this year, like at PopCon this year, like when we first walked in, Samuel got just completely taken over by this 3D printing booth yep. because there's a little, like, skeleton that's printed out that's real full mobile, but it has holes in it that you can put a dagger in, that you can put an arrow in. <laughs> and he's pulling him out. And there's he's another one in. that's not a skeleton, it's an armored skeleton, and another one that's not skeleton, it's a human armor. And he's like playing with both of them. They're having, having a sword fight right now. They're having the battle right here no, in front of me. He's gonna be into action figures and voodoo dolls. Yeah, I think that's so. Yeah, sure. Uh, and then Maggie got to, this was a, a step, I'm proud of you for this one. Uh -huh. She sent Maggie off with Joey to walk the hall, like Joe's 14, she's eight, but it's it kind of let her kind of peruse a little bit at her own mm -hmm. with, you know, support, of Some course. support. Her, um, her non-family cousins, basically. Right, exactly. That's exactly right, yeah. Because um, your family, which just don't have the last name as us. And yes, we've mentioned Emily Swallow, but this coming Gen Con, we are 
going to do the Pathfinder Academy with Oh, very cool. Yeah. So they'll get to sit down and do their first role-playing experience at Gen Con. So I think this year is going to be the year of memories for us because yeah. of how young they have been. Yeah. So. And when we told her that the, the, the lady who plays the armorer for the Mandalorian was here, she was like, really? Like, and you could tell that the wheels were starting to turn. Like, she really, that person is going to be here? And you could just sort of be like, it's a TV show person, but she's going to be, and you can watch that connection start to happen um, for her. Samuel, I don't know if he's going to realize it. If he hears the voice, I'm wondering if he's going to be like, well, what's going on? So I'm excited. I'm hoping, I really hope we'll get a chance to meet her um, and watch that with the kids. Lance? And for me, uh, we've already talked about the hashtag kill Josh, <laughs> but there was another hashtag that came out that weekend and it was for Aurora. Yeah. Uh, so we got to watch our daughter do some of her first role play that wasn't just her mother and I. Right. And watching how she just had no fear and how she inspired the crowd to continue role playing mm -hmm. and how she made the dungeon master think on his toes because there you have this little five-year-old who has the concept of how the game goes but also has that innocence of a child who you 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 get a wish what do you want nine dollars and he actually looked in his pocket to see if he had it and didn't have it so she gave, he gave her dragons. There you go. That was the other thing she could come up with. There you go. Appropriate. And then use those dragons, all powerful beings that they are, to open a door. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because so why not? What else does a five-year-old need? Watching right. her be awe-inspiring. Yeah. To an audience of people who were cheering for her and kept her alive past when we needed to leave. Yep. And then when she finally did have to go, my my good friend here. <laughs> Killed her. Yeah, he does <laughs> and that. And the entire audience turned on him. Yes, that's right. Hashtag kill hashtag Josh. Hashtag kill Josh. Hashtag kill Josh. Because I've been sitting at the table for eight hours at that point. <laughs> right. Why are you still here? <laughs> no, it's because you killed a five-year-old. So, that's why. Possible tease for PopCon Indy. We did, uh, we helped support a couple of times. First, this was the Endless Dungeon, and then later was the NeverEnding Dungeon, because there's two different people. And the, the whole premise behind it is there would be a table of four or five players and one game master, and you could spend money to help or hinder or kill or take their place. All the money went towards charity. And it would start at like 10 o'clock in the morning and was supposed to go to like 6 o'clock at night. And because of Aurora, it went to like 8 o'clock nine o'clock at night it was great raised a, a, a little over a thousand dollars that weekend for that particular charity so um a tease where possibly the established facts might be bringing it back to popcon indie it needs so, to happen it was so fun uh i i hope that uh you've all had the opportunity to really enjoy and celebrate those memories because obviously every opportunity we have is an opportunity to create new memories Right. Um, I do hope that uh, our um, soon to be uncaptivated audience uh, has also enjoyed the conversation. Um, uh, Real yes. quick, what's your podcast name? Nerdy Now? Nerding, Nerding out. out. Nerding, Nerding out. out. All right, check Nerding out Nerding Out, out on. Nerdy Cow. Dirty Cow. Nerding, Nerding out. out. Nerding Out, the podcast. Are you on like Spotify and iTunes or those type of places? We're, YouTube, YouTube. Pro, YouTube, got it. Nerding awesome. out on YouTube. Check them out. Awesome. Do you guys have a Do you guys have a booth? Or are you just hanging out and okay? All right. 
All right. Well, well come welcome. Up and visit welcome. us in Indy, and thank too. you for sitting yeah, through absolutely. this whole symphony of noise that we come up with right. every time we right. get together. Uh, as you can see, we're, we're extremely professional. Uh, we script everything. Uh, we want to make sure that you guys know. I keep trying uh, to get you to do uh, this. No, that'll never happen. It it'll never loses happen. its flair at that point. It'll never happen. 12 years. 12 years. It'll never happen. It won't happen. That's right. All right. So on the established facts, for those of you who have uh, only just begun your uh, love and relationship with us, uh, welcome. Welcome. Um, at the end of every episode, we like to establish a fact. Usually this is something punny or silly uh, or uh, uh, some sort of quote or something like that that can come out of the episode. So for episode 243 of the established facts, our can we do it? Yes, we can episode. We have established that the established facts is now accepting sponsorships from all food vendors, especially Indie Chicken. Dot, dot, dot. Hashtag. Kill Josh. Josh. <laughs> all right. We want to thank you all for hanging out with us, enjoying PopCon Louisville, spending some time with the established facts uh, uh, here. PopCon Lucas Oil. No, it's PopCon Louisville. Are we sure? Yeah, we're not even close to Lucas Oil. It's not Louisville. It's not Louisville. Lord, no, they'll Louisville. stone you. Don't call it that. That's right. I had to keep correcting my GPS on the way here. Oh, oh nice. She getting all like, Louisville. Yeah. yeah. And she's obviously not French. Nope. Louisville. No. All right. So for those of you who are here listening and hanging out with us, or for those of you who are at home hanging out with us as well, thank you so much for, uh, thank you so much for joining us on episode 243 of The Established Facts. We love you all, and we will check you later. Bye. 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 Deuces.